It's time to have a chat with our Canberra correspondent, Kerri-Ann Walsh. Kia ora, good morning, Kerri-Ann. Good morning, Ingrid. Now, it turns out your Prime Minister is a bit of a romantic. He's um, got engaged oh, on Valentine's Day, no less. Oh, what a softy, eh? To pop the question on Valentine's Day, I mean, it's, you know, it's pretty special, really, even if it is a commercial enterprise to get young couples to buy merchandise they don't meet. But moving right along, after that little sour note, it was, it was lovely, and they look so thrilled. But she's in for the absolute ride of her life. I mean, she stepped up to the plate as the opposition, as the opposition leader's partner and then as the prime minister's partner um, in a very dignified but very under, you know, underwhelming, not underwhelming is not the right way, but she hasn't attracted any attention and now all the spotlight is going to be on her, Jody. She seems for all intents and purposes to have lived a blameless life, but if there's anything, I mean, we all have things to be blamed for, uh, and if there's anything to be found out, it's going to be found out. But look, let's just enjoy, let them enjoy this happy day and happy time. And uh, the well wishes that came in from around the world, including from your Prime Minister, were quite extraordinary, and from various celebrities and, and all the rest of it, and... Uh, it was, you know, it was just so, something really feel good in the middle of what's been a pretty mucky sort of political, well, year. And you had decade, a little connection to the. Like to say. You had a little connection to the uh, proposal yourself. Happened. Just... Oh, I did have a little connection. I just lived down the road from where he went, went, took her for a very special dinner, and it's also the same street, Lonsdale Street, where Barnaby Joyce, um, as we talked about last week. Uh, slipped off the planter box and landed on uh, his back on the footpath where he proceeded to mutter profanities into the <laughs> so, so the common denominator is this happens just down the road from from your house. We'll we'll move on. We'll move on. Julian Assange. Now there's a move to bring him back to Australia by your politicians. There has been for a long time, um, Ingrid, and but now it's gaining force ahead of a. Uh, what could be his final throw of the dice in the UK courts next week, uh, where he launches what he is expected to be his final appeal for release. And a motion went through the parliament just a couple of days ago on Wednesday, um, which was uh, signed off by uh, not the opposition, um, but members of the opposition who crossed the floor, but the prime minister, all the crossbenchers, etc., saying it's time to bring him home. Now, this is important because it's the first time something like that has happened where cross-party has uh, joined together to pass a motion like this in Parliament. Uh, secondly, that the Prime Minister chose to um, to put his name to it, uh, which gives it added weight, and all members of the Cabinet, including the Foreign Minister. And so now what is the UK and the US going to do about that? I mean, they're supposed to be our allies. Um, this bloke's been um, languishing in um, the care of Her Majesty's prison system for some time now, whereas in the you know and they, they want to extradite him, or the US wants to extradite him there, where he would die in jail. But the person who leaked the information that Julian Assange uh, published has been freed for many years in the US. So uh, we see it mm. here as an aberration and something that has to be fixed, that he deserves to come home now, that he's he's done his time. Hey, and that's okay. what the motion basically said. Thank you for that. Yeah, we'll be, certainly be running for a very long time. be interesting to see the outcome. Thank you, Kerri-Ann.